Hi everybody, good afternoon. Welcome to podcast number six. I'm going to jump right in. This is called How Much Honesty is Too Much When You're Bipolar. All of these podcasts reflect a written blog that I've written about that you can read at my gratefulauthor.com website. And they're all reflective of what I wrote about in my book. The book is called Grateful, Faith Healing and the Gift of Music. And it's about my lifelong struggle and uh, ultimate remission of living with bipolar disorder. So this subject is very near and dear to my heart. It's probably something a lot of people can relate to as we try to be a little too honest in our life. So it's particularly important for people who are living a struggle with bipolar disorder or depression or mental illness of any kind. I'm sure we've all had to experience relationships that kind of go south when we just don't know how to manage our lives. I fully understand the difficulties of trying to live a full life while in this difficult battle, whether it's a mental struggle, emotional, spiritual, professional, or personal. So in this blog, I'd like to focus on that last one for a moment because each life area combined would make for an awfully long blog or podcast, as it were. And let's face it, I already wrote the book. So let me say how difficult it was for me to do things over the years like date a guy or or have any kind of interpersonal relationship while I had depression and mania or even hypomania rearing its ugly head for many years. I did my best to move on despite it all, but let's face it, mental illness was with me throughout my every life experience and I made some big mistakes. I hope that I can shed some light so that you don't make the same ones. I was always taught to be honest and forthcoming, compassionate with my true intentions. As a result, I mistakenly believed I needed to put my mental health and my deep personal life on display with people who had yet to prove themselves to be trustworthy, supportive listeners. I treated colleagues as friends when I wore my heart on my sleeve and my disease as well. I misread what the word honesty really meant. On top of all of that, it was just so difficult to self-edit, especially when most of the time I was hypomanic at best. Well, honesty does not mean we have to tell our first dates, or anyone new to our life for that matter, about our mental health or emotional struggles early on. Now, I'm Catholic, and I was raised to pray and go to confession anytime I went against God's word. But should our interpersonal relationships, especially our romantic ones, be like confession, especially early on? It's not dishonest to protect oneself from the ostracizing that can ensue when we give too much information too soon. You're not lying if you protect and respect yourself and your privacy. You do not owe virtual strangers anything that might jeopardize your well-being in the end. Remember that early on in the dating game, for example, there needs to be a kind of vetting process And that's actually true on early in any relationship. If you're anything like I used to be, you might be feeling that it's dishonest not to disclose the fact that you're bipolar. Or you're realizing that it's just so hard not to talk about it in general. It's just such a big part of our lives. Lives that we don't want to avoid living. We want people to understand us, to be compassionate and accepting of who we truly are. And we want to cultivate real relationships with people who see beyond our disease. So can I be perfectly frank? While we work hard to strip away at the stigma attached to mental illness, we have to face the fact that it's still there. 
I don't say that to discourage healthy, honest relationships. On the contrary, I say that to nurture them. Even the best-hearted people who do mean well just can't handle it sometimes. They simply hear the words bipolar disorder and they run. I lost a lot of people whom I did not properly vet before being too honest. Rest in the fact that you are not at a deficit because you're bipolar. And people are lucky that you would have them in your life. You have gifts to bring to any relationship because you're bipolar that others do not possess. You're more compassionate and empathetic because of what you've endured. You see deeper into situations which give you a vantage point many cannot grasp. And that can be a good thing. Now, I'm a woman of faith. And I know that there's a positive framing to every loss. Today, I know that God will remove people from our lives if he sees they're no longer good for us, when they can no longer appreciate our gifts. Wow, I would have saved myself a lot of pain had I realized that 20 years ago. Would you like to know another tough lesson? The truth is not everyone will be able to handle someone who's struggling with bipolar disorder. And maybe they need us out of their lives as well. And that's okay. It's a painful pill to swallow, but is it really realistic to believe that we're meant to have fulfilling relationships with everyone we meet? No. And I understand firsthand just how painful it is to love and lose, especially when the relationship is established for years, only to be broken later. The thing is, those losses all taught me something, and the good news is, I really learned that people we meet on our journey are either blessings or lessons. But don't fret those lessons, because at the end of the day, they're blessings too. Not every relationship is that proverbial yellow brick road. And the fact is, we do have to say goodbye to that proverbial yellow brick road several times throughout our life. Which brings me to my closing song. I arranged a rendition of my favorite Elton John song from back in the 70s. It's me on piano with my rendition of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road.
My future. 